The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 185 of your favorite podcast, The Gordon Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, alongside my co-host, Brandon Long. And today, I am changing my tune. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while. I want to talk about clenbuterol and what has changed from the last podcast I did on to this podcast. I think you guys are going to love it. As always, Gordon Podcast brought to you by Revive Summons, brought to you by Raw Summons. Use code Mahaley at checkout. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. I'll see you inside. We are back at it. Man, I did the Q&A last weekend. You guys were not happy with me that I've not been on the podcast. So I made sure to make time out of my morning uh, in order to kill this. So Brandon and I's Mondays are ridiculous. But we are dominating Monday right yeah, now. Yeah, we're it's crushing 10 it. 10 a.m. right now. And usually we, we have about two times more work done than we commonly do. So it's like, well, fuck. You know, if you just keep doing that, no, like no pressure, no big deal. Just keep getting double the amount of work done that you can only do by 10 a.m. that we can make a podcast. I like pushing all, <laughs> all the uh, work to Monday. Yeah. Because it takes like the, the load, most of the load for the whole week yeah. on that first day. So exactly. you're able to kind of like, not necessarily like relax a little bit, but like you know that you don't have a workload that large yep. coming again. Well, um, Monday you're going to be the freshest too. You know, Sunday's an off day. Right. Um, and so... Monday or you're I still work a little bit on Sunday a little bit yeah um so like come Monday it's like you know you're you're super fresh ready to go like why not just front load Mm -hmm. um the week but yeah I'm I'm pretty pumped with how things are going I'm pumped to be back on the podcast for y'all um and this is a podcast I've been meaning to do for a while um because there's some more loose ends that have kind of tied together so you guys have likely listened to the podcast I did on my thoughts on clenbuterol and if you look at the timeline um, of when that was, it was obviously during the you know entire pandemic situation. And you know, the reality is, I don't know if there's many people who like haven't had COVID at this point. Um, like a majority of us never had symptoms or anything like that. Um, like never had anything stupid from it, but like you've definitely been exposed to it. Right. So when I was coming up, you guys might have remembered this from the time I talked about clenbuterol last. When I was Really, you know, looking at all of these things that were happening within, you know, prep athletes and blood work and things so like, one of the huge things I was noticing was all of our inflammatory markers were pretty elevated. Um, so, like, our CRP, um, our ferritin, we had uh, mineral deficiencies, things of the like, which is common alongside, like, a vitamin D deficiency, which is common alongside um, clenbuter, uh, sorry, common alongside clenbuterol it's common alongside inflammation being higher right and for reference i have my vitamin d around like 50 um i I like it in that 50 55 um, range like that's good for me um and so i'm looking at all of these things and i'm like what is what is happening here like what's the common denominator amongst all these people well, the common denominator, like, they weren't all running anabolic steroids. They weren't all using thyroid hormones. And we also, we know we know how thyroid hormones work. It's not going to have this massive inflammatory response unless you're extremely hyper or hypothyroid, commonly hyper. 
Um, I rarely see it with hypothyroid. Um, they weren't running DMP. We also know that DMP has positive effects on inflammatory markers. They were all using clenbuterol. So I was like, oh, shit. Well, clenbuterol has a mechanism, uh, an MOA that attaches to the heart wall. Remember talking about that? Uh-huh. Well, but attaches to the heart wall, and I'm like, well, fuck, like, every bodybuilder already has, you know, rather unhealthy hearts. If you're someone who's really pushing the limits in terms of size, adding more stress to your heart probably isn't a good, um, like, a, a good idea, right? right? It just kind of makes a little bit of fucking sense. So mm-hmm. I hate, I hate it all that it interacts with the heart. But when you look back at history, and something that I did note in the last podcast, there's no signs of myocarditis or really any other vascular functions long-term that are being inhibited by clenbuterol. Um, short-term and acute, it's kind of hard to say. Just because when you're doing clenbuterol, you're commonly like dieting down, dropping weight. You're commonly doing cardio and stuff. And like So like those values from dropping weight and doing cardio are like that that's gonna kind of like offset right right? like those Mm -hmm. are healthy things for your heart exactly and like clenbuterol it looked like at the time was an unhealthy thing well i started playing with a little more and as time goes on you just kind of learn more things right it's like the other day (laughs) the other day when i did that q a i was like yeah like your primo's fake if it's like under like a 100 bucks a file i had an old client of mine from like a year ago signed on my dms and was like so, you're t- so you sent me to your source to buy fake Primo? Like, it was only 70 bucks. And I was like, a year ago? We have, I it might have been longer. I was like, we haven't worked together. And yeah. Like, there's this thing called you learn as you go. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, you dumbass. Why yeah. the fuck you message me? Exactly. Like, <laughs> how am I supposed to We know? didn't work together last like, week. Exactly. We worked together a long time. It's not time like ago. Yeah, it's like recent data. No. Like no. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, 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 and I, I was I, like message back. I was like, "Yeah, bud, it's called like learning as you go, or like Absolutely. whatever it's called, right?" Um, and like you're always constantly learning, evolving, and like something that I've talked about a ton. Like one of my favorite qualities about myself is I'm constantly challenging my belief system and my methods, right? right. So I came around. I wasn't really using clenbuterol at all, um, and anybody, but then I start learning more about COVID and what COVID is doing and how its MOAs work. And we know that it attaches to some IL proteins, which are inflammatory spiking proteins. Um, we know that it doesn't just have effects in the lungs like we were originally told. Um, you know, and what's funny to me is bodybuilders are always so far ahead of this shit. Right. Like, I remember reading, like, dude, mm. and it had been out maybe a month or if two. It has anything to, to do with health. You're just ex- like, yeah. I want to know. I need to know. Well, and we're all such physiology nerds, right? right? And I remember there was, like, there, I remember uh, reading people's, putting out things like if it's if it's having this effect on the lungs it's having a systemic effect everywhere it's not just the lungs you know we were being told like lungs 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 right because they wanted to be able to push the mask um you know situations so fucking far mm-hmm. and hard mm-hmm. and if you realize that this is a systemic thing you kind of if you're you know more intelligent being you realize that oh the masks aren't really doing a lot right so this is a systemic thing this isn't just a respiratory thing mm-hmm. respiratory shows the easiest effects um, or the quickest effects. Mm-hmm. But now we understand this is a full body thing. Absolutely. And we know that there's heart values that are um, inhibited by COVID um, and the vaccine. 
lungs, obviously, that are inhibited by both. Um, and so you need to take this into account when assessing what's going on within your athletes, within their response to things, within the blood work, things that are like. Um, and, you know, I, I talked about on the Q or on the Instagram story a little bit ago, like, man, I'm seeing some inflammatory markers coming back from people that would suggest you're at heavy risk for a stroke right now. And they just, like, got the vaccine, like, a week or so ago. That's scary. Oh, it's terrifying. Anyone who I care about Mm -hmm. at all, yeah, no. That's a fuck no for me. Because I'm going to take my chances with something that you basically know you're going to survive from. Mm -hmm. Rather than, oh, no big deal, just die from heart disease. Yeah. Because people, like, these markers. Those are vastly different. Yeah. Those are way vastly different. Like, people need to understand that thing more long term and not to get super you know, uh, deep into this, but would you rather take your chances at overcoming heart disease or something that, you know, that has a very high survival rate, Absolutely. you know, um, I know where I'm lying by laurels. On. I'd rather go with 20 times. <laughs> yeah, dude, literally we probably have had it 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going through and I'm, you know, what does this mean? I now know that, that the sickness, that the illness and I also now know that, that the, the supposed cure for this, they're not cure, that's not what the vaccine's for. It's supposed to do a whole bunch of basically nothing. Um, I know what these two things are for. Or I know what they're going to do. So when I'm assessing athletes now, it's like, okay, all of these inflammatory markers were never a big deal until this came around. But I also was never extremely prone at assessing blood work until this came around like or extremely good like proficient right. at it mm-hmm. like i assessed that i knew what the things meant and i was able to do some very basic things but it's not close to where i'm at now mm-hmm. so i go back and i start pulling up clients from like two three years ago who are using clenbuterol and sending me bloods and i was like dude what this makes no fucking sense all their inflammatory markers are normal every single fucking one and now this year they're all fucked it was my first year of being really proficient in readings. The only common denominator across 20, 30 people is they were using clenbuterol. The actual only common denominator was everyone had been exposed to COVID. Yeah. And that's spiking their proteins. Gotcha. So I'm like, okay, we're starting from a clean slate here. Mm-hmm. Start so from a completely clean slate. This is ground zero, and let me. Build Everyone's up healthy here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's healthy. Let's run some fucking clenbuterol. Let's right. see what happens. Right. So start running it. You get bloods. You assess things. You you know I have my uh, my people who um, have come to me with the extremely ridiculous inflammatory markers. Um, you know, going through their things, and then they get healthy, and we'll run some clin, and nothing happens. There's nothing coming from it. My healthy people who are already healthy were running Clint, and dude, I'm having them get inflammatory tests on like monthly. <laughs> They're running Clint, nothing's coming from it. There were like 20, 20, maybe, maybe 10, 20 athletes. You're saying nothing's coming from it, like response? Like, no, 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 from the blood work. Or like no negative yeah, response. No negative, no right. inflammatory okay. markers going up. Now I realize I was assessing a whole bunch of blood work that was heavily skewed by this, by this illness mm-hmm. going around. Mm-hmm. And then I was assessing more blood work that was heavily skewed by, you know, a shot that which, we were taking. Yeah, which gave you the, the thought that clenbuterol is yeah. causing this, yeah. right? Because it, gotcha. it was the only common denominator right, amongst all these things, right? Mm-hmm. 
So it makes a ton of sense given the MOA and just the overall dynamic properties of Clin that inflammatory markers could go up. It makes sense. You can make a, you can make an arg- an argument for it. But when I pulled all these things down and we started at ground zero and we started experimenting with it, there was nothing in anecdote. I mean, one of my guys was taking 180 micrograms. Like, that's a fuck ton of Clint. Mm-hmm. And there was still nothing. Right. He finished his prep and there was nothing. Like, obviously, like, there was some kidney and there was some liver and there was, like, some heart values. He was fucking prep. He was peeled. Right. Like, of course, there was a little bit. That would have happened there. with or without it. There was nothing from inflammation. Exactly. Nothing from inflammation. And, you know, we, we do have research that I also found around this time when I was doing this unbelievable deep dive, like I couldn't fucking stop with it. There was research that suggests, you know, women who I wouldn't classify as being healthy, um, overweight, um, not active, um, taking up to 140 micrograms in a, in a um, research setting, not seeking any, not having any negatives with it short term or long term. So overweight women, 140 mics for for reference, 140 mics is big. Like when I start getting around 80 mics for a woman, I'm like, whew, there's a lot. Yeah. Like I I yeah, there's one girl that's on 100 mics, and that's like the max. Um, like I, I I've yeah, never even been lot. to 100. You haven't? Yeah. No. So 140 is a lot. That's a lot Absolutely. of clean. Yeah. And these are women mm-hmm. who are overweight who are you know taking that, not reporting any issues is then after you get past the tremors and stuff the first few days um you know there's it's not that bad which is which is oh i'm glad you brought that up because i never had that you never had the tremors. i never had the tremors i don't get like like shaky i don't get like yeah like that little anxious feel i don't have that so i start my clients i i try to avoid all that by starting you guys way lower than i know what you're able to handle and then, like, work it up from there. So, like, if you were to go zero to, like, 60 micrograms, you would 100% have it. Okay. Like, your first time taking it, but, like, I don't do it that way. Right. Just because, yeah, it's like, I've, I've been there and it's uncomfortable. I've only been at first watch before, trying to get a potato with the fork, and it was so hard to get. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, you kind of feel like you have, wow. like, Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you yeah, can't I've, I've heard stories it. about it. Like, people yeah. have had it. Some people like that feeling, like, that, yeah, that Adderall, like, like, <laughs> tweaking feeling, yeah. like fucking 500 milligrams of yeah. caffeine feeling. Yeah. Some people do fucking like that shit. Yeah. I, it's not for me. It's mm-hmm. really not. I feel pretty good. Um, yeah, but I also think using clenbuterol and, you know, where it shines the best is important to keep in mind here. So if you're going to take clenbuterol and you want it to burn all this fucking fat, right? It's going to fucking melt my, my fat off and I'm not going to change anything to anything else, but I'm going to take this clenbuterol and I'm going to... It's not going to do that. It's not that strong. It's not Where, DMP. No, it is not DMP. It's not even T3. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not close to those. But, you know, DMP is an uncoupler. T3 has uncoupling properties. It can be an uncoupler. Um, Cl- just a beta 2 agonist. It burns fat through a pathway behind the pathway behind the pathway. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like fourth fourth hand fat burning Mm -hmm. that's going on now what clenbuterol does do it has an amazing nervous system arousal effect and it'll make you feel very focused it'll make you feel very locked in it'll make you feel like you have an abundance of energy it's going to make you like feel very good feel like you're fresh um like your, your sensories are all very heightened from clenbuterol 
that's how I use it. Mm -hmm. I don't use this as, oh, man, let's burn a little bit more fat. Let's bring clenbuterol here. I use it as, let's take this before fasted cardio, give it time to set in, and then when you hit that cardio, you're going to feel more focused. You're going to feel more energized. You're going to be able to give more into that cardio session, therefore get more out of it. Mm -hmm. um, if we need to split the dose, let's take some pre-fasted. Let's take some pre-training. You're going to get that same effect in training. Honestly, and this might not be popular amongst everyone, but I don't really care. It's shown to be fucking well in my clients. Um, I use it more as like an extreme stimulant. Um, so, I mean, like caffeine's nice. Caffeine's cool. But this will take you to a place caffeine isn't close uh -huh. to being able to take you. Right. Right. Um, so... I've definitely changed my tune on clenbuterol, and I apologize to uh, clenbuterol. <laughs> I'd like to make a public apology. But, you know, I, I, I think that it's important. I think this is also an important note. You know, yesterday I was chatting um, on Instagram. What I share? I, oh, during the Q&A, I was asked about um, Osterine or SARMs or something like that. And I answered it with a, a coach that I've recently become friends with who he's by far the best bikini coach in the world. It's really, really easy to figure out who it is. Um, he, he uses Osterine more than anything else in his bikini girls. Well, I don't, I don't use it. I've never once used it in eight years with a client. I used it myself back a long time ago. But, like, I was using it alongside steroids, and I was like, yeah, this is doing nothing. But like, you know, I was using it alongside. Like, I used it back in the days when I was, like, probably running trend year-round. <laughs> so, of course, if you're going to compare Osterine to trend, right, right. it's not going to fucking do much. Mm -hmm. um, so, <clears throat> you know, he prefers Osterine over the Anivar. Um, he says his favorite drug for bikini is probably Tamoxifen, which is Nolvidex. I, I, I agree with that. Any woman dieting, my favorite drug is going to be Nolodex, Um I would say. Um, just su su such a good benefit in being able to um, you know, keep that estrogen down so we can utilize more body fat. Nolvidex, no, it's not a fat burner. It's not even close to a fat burner. It's like the pathway of a 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 pathway. <laughs> oh, fuck, it finally will maybe <laughs> allow us to do a little bit more. Um, but it's it, it really it brings it in a look just so much better. And when you can control hormones, obviously, it's way better as well. Um, but the best in the world is doing this. Like, if he's doing it, it's obviously working, mm -hmm. right? It's like if you go into this shit and always And those athletes are healthy, on, too. And they're healthy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they look healthy on stage, mm -hmm. too. I never have any of his girls hitting me up saying they're losing hair. Mm -hmm. Not like some coaches who, you know, act like all their athletes are natural, but has someone compete on the Olympia stage this year is not close to natural. But, you know, I digress anyways. Um, I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. I mean, one of his coaches literally hired me and said that he told her that it was her problem. She had amenorrhea. And she had to fix it. But he's giving steroid cycles to athletes. But anyways, I digress. Um, mind-blowing to me. Just completely mind-blowing what goes on in this place. But, like, this guy doesn't have any stories like that. You know, the only stories that this guy fucking has, it's been interesting. There's six of us that have been lumped together. And I'm proud to be part of the six, personally. They're like, all the stories that you have about us is that we're assholes and we don't give you attention or we, you know, X, Y, Z. But man, we're winning more than anybody else. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't matter when you're winning. It's almost you're doing like, something, right? It's almost like you get out what you put in. Mm -hmm. 
And like the clients who go and complain about you were never doing their job in the first place. Right. And like we've all noticed this. It's very easy that. to tell. So easy who's, to who's, tell. Who's doing their job and who yeah. isn't. Like, yeah. come on, if you're not making progress every update, then like, you, yeah. yeah, you're probably not doing your job, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, this guy's great. He's fantastic. I'm going to pick his brain on that on Austin after the Olympia. Um, or actually, well, during while we're in Orlando. Um, he and I are going to meet up and we're just going to, he wants to chat with me about a couple of things. I'm going to chat with him about the Austin, namely. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be good, but I think it's always important just keep an open mind. Uh, I know a lot of coaches are going to listen to this, um, which I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to help educate, keep an open mind with it and always be willing to change and adapt. You know, the coaches who are winning the most are constantly changing and adapting to better fit their belief and method system. The principles stay the same. The method to achieve the principles can commonly change. And, you know, it can be just a tiny change. It's not like you're going to overhaul your entire system. It's not like clenbuterol became the holy grail overnight because I realized that the inflammatory markers weren't dependent on clenbuterol. They were dependent on something outside of our control, right? Um, so, apology to Clen. Keep your mind open. I mean, it's good to be back. We're going to drop another one tomorrow. Fuck, I said it, so we have to. Yeah, yeah here we go. I know. Right, Here we'll we go. Back. <laughs> back at it. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for sharing it, and we will see you next time.